0: everyone and we'll dive into our three quick topics to get your wrestling week started but before we do that remember you can follow us on twitter at bgbgroup facebook.com slash big gold belt or bgbgroup.tumblr.com to catch all of our programming or just subscribe on itunes that's easier um hi to james how are you on this sunday what's up buddy
1: uh last thankful for another day
0: yeah always um, we have Mr. Dwayne on the road, um, our correspondent from the interstate in Maryland. How are you?
2: I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit tired because I lost an hour. <laughs> and I thought it was like 9.30, but
0: it would be 2.30. So, so you're just <laughs> running late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of daylight savings time either. And then we have Mr. Sidley Settlers in the house. How are you?
3: I'm doing good. Trying to hope I'm not getting a little cold here, and then we start school on Tuesday for me, so going to be a student once again.
0: Good luck, man. You'll do great. Appreciate it. You'll do great. Um, yeah, I'm also kind of fighting just general lackadaisicalness today. I'm kind of tired, but um, let's do let's do the most exciting topic before we get into roadblock. Um, we are going to be relaunching our podcast in the next week, and that's very exciting. We've been alluding to that on air for a while now. Um Mr. Silly Sellers, why don't you kind of break down some of the changes, and then we'll kind of announce our WrestleMania weekend event.
3: So we want to bring more access to, to our fans to try to make sure we can get the best options possible, so we're trying to think about moving on to SoundCloud, which will be a popular stream device that a lot of podcasters use, Cole Cabana uses it, and you know a lot of other people use it, uh, Simmons uses it for his podcast, but... We're just trying to open up and expand more regions for our fans so they can get easy access to us. So we might have to resubscribe on iTunes um, if we change service. So that's going to happen in the next couple of months, but fans just giving you a heads up that that may happen.
0: So we have that, and then not only that, uh, 2 chains, why don't you kind of give them – we're not going to show them the logo yet. We're going to wait till the official relaunch. Why don't you tell them kind of what's up with some of the design stuff you've been working on?
1: Definitely. Uh, just to tack off itself, sell it, so you mean probably more like a couple of weeks.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we're. I oh, think yeah, we're, yeah. Months, weeks. we're hoping yeah. to do it. I think before WrestleMania week because we want that to be kind of a big week with a lot of. Well, there will be more than our normal two episodes that week for sure. Right, but um, yeah, we've we've had a really good successful year um, from just you know coming up with the idea of doing this to actually having
1: structure and joy and enjoyment with this and. We just thought it was just the adequate time to move to our second phase of this, where we revamped everything. We gave it more of a look, more of a personal, uh, urban look, and uh, we're coming out with uh, all new banners, designs. Um, we're we're going to have our shirts walking around WrestleMania, cars, and everything. So um, we're definitely trying to step up in the game and just have a good feel to it as well. So. Um, speak on the behalf of the team, we're really excited for our
0: 2.0 relaunch. Yeah, and and just as kind of a, a teaser for the new logo, there's actually gold in the logo for the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast, right. which is a good thing. Excellent. Yeah, right. Um. so that, that, we'll be rolling that out too, so like, When we relaunch, we're not sure if we have to switch to a new iTunes feed or not. We're thinking we might, but um, Uh if that's the case, you know the logo will look way different. But it's still gonna be called Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Nothing's changed there, but it will be. um, It'll it'll look like gold dust colors. We'll just say that it'll look like gold (laughs) dust colors. So um, besides that, we also um, have partnered up with um, a restaurant called the Mellow Mushroom. They have a, a chain of restaurants in the Texas area. And we're going to be recording a live episode from the, uh, the Arlington, Texas location, which is the same city uh, where AT&T Stadium is for WrestleMania 32. And we're going to be recording a live episode there on WrestleMania Sunday around lunchtime. Um, we're still working out more of a definite time, but if you want to meet the BGB crew, if you want to maybe be featured on the episode, you know, plan on coming and meeting up with us around lunchtime that day um, on WrestleMania Sunday. We're talking April 3rd in Arlington, Texas, which the location's about an hour, not an hour, about a mile south of the stadium, so definitely within walking distance, and um, we'll be there, and as it gets closer, we'll announce more of an um, exact time, but we wanted to put that out there, that we're going to have our very first live recorded episode, and we welcome any fans that want to join us, and enjoy a good meal with the fine folks at the Mellow Mushroom, we'll be in the Lava Room, specifically at that location, so... Very excited for a lot of the big things happening um, with the show coming up into WrestleMania week here. It is three weeks from today, by the way, gentlemen, three weeks from today. So um, that's kind of the first the first of the three parts of our three count. We just wanted to kind of update everyone on what's going on with the show. Um, Should we give our roadblock review for the second part or did you have more to say about the first part?
1: Uh, two things I just got confirmation that our shirts are ready and done
0: you yeah.
1: and um, definitely once uh, we, we, we have our first relaunch episodes so I definitely have a lot of people I want to be able to plug for um the hard work that they've done yes and, um, absolutely the business and everything has been been flawless and streamless. so I definitely want to make sure that um, I'm not going to say I'm not going to go down the this now but definitely on our relaunch episode definitely make sure I plug plugging for sure the hard work,
0: so. yeah for sure and a special shout out to um to Lonnie at the Mellow Mushroom for being very flexible and working with us we appreciate that so shout out to them also, also Um, so Salis you were really negative on the whole Roblox um, live special did you watch it?
3: I, I was watching it I, I watched the whole thing my wife cancelled on me on a date night because
0: she wasn't feeling well last wah, wah. night um, so I ended up I know. I let's know. let's I be real. You watch. canceled can I, cause can you can I, wanted I to watch I, Roblox. Don't even lie. Uh
3: a little bit. I just wanted to see if I was gonna prove myself right or prove myself wrong. Well and it looks like I proved myself, well, I'll let you judge.
0: Well, I guess did you like any of the matches? Because you were really down on the whole card initially.
3: Yeah, and, and and one thing I have to keep in mind, and me and Two Chains was talking about this last night. When you're dealing with a house show, house shows normally bring in good matches because they're glorified practices. You have each match get their specific time. You don't deal with commercials or anything like that. So you have about an average of 15 minutes per match regardless of who it is. So as far as the quality of the matches, it was good for a house show. But if you're trying to think of it as a pay-per-view or anything or a special event, then I didn't see anything that – you know, made me excited about it because it was no storyline buildup and you could tell WWE tried to bring those storyline elements to the show, but I don't think it was really any movement of storylines that's gonna help for mania.
0: I can I can agree with that, you know. And maybe that wasn't the point outside of the Dean Ambrose thing, maybe it wasn't too right. advanced. I got let me let me ask you this, you guys. What was the point of this whole Dean Ambrose storyline because it's taken the focus completely off of the Brock Lesnar thing and all he did was job you I mean you could say it was sort of unclean just because of the false finish with Dean Ambrose pinning him but and we can get into that more maybe more later but what did this do for Dean Ambrose? I don't think it did anything good for him. <laughs>
2: Hello. My name is Roman Reigns. Oh no. <laughs> Wonder why it makes you forget about me? And guess what? I'm going to make a reservation. So thank you, Dean. Thank you for hopefully making the crowd notice me.
1: Why do we
0: let him on the show?
1: <laughs> I don't know. How do, we, how do we keep getting guest appearances on the show? That I know I'm Vince McMahon
0: was on last week. Yeah.
1: Wow, I don't know, we're doing big things, I
0: guess, right? Yeah. Maybe we can but, get China on the show next week, huh? <laughs> oh lord. Go maybe go can ahead, can Two stream, James.
1: Maybe we can stream a China on the
0: show. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> two James, what do you think Man, about what do you think about the whole Dean Ambrose thing last night? I think it helps him. How? Um, I think I think it legitimized him
1: as being a serious contender. His character has been, like, oh cool, uh, I'm going to say the internet fanboys say, oh, he could be the guy. But then he, like, he does jobs some bad matches, you know. And, you know, one minute got him in the top tier with Ronan Reigns, and that's maybe he got him in the second tier with uh, um, Kevin Owens. But I think last night really solidified that he is a home run player and that the, the fans would embrace him having a title. Now, if that had to be Ronan Reigns versus uh, Triple H last night, it probably would have been just as dead as the match before that with, uh, with Goldust and Sami Zayn, which was a good match. But the Gold fans was, hold on, hold on. Sami yes, is corrected. Stardust. But <laughs> the fans wasn't buying to it until some awesome spots were in it. But the fans was completely behind Dean Ambrose. Not even a mention. Triple H was even getting chance. So I think that in, in regard to his WrestleMania run, it kind of throws like some... Smoking it, like what? Is, what is it really doing with him? But I de- I definitely think it legitimizes him as being definitely a top guy at some point. For sure,
0: I I can agree that it. it you know, maybe he looked better being able to hang because that was like a 25 minute match, and it was pretty good. It was. Um, yeah, well, the one thing I'll say is this: I think with him losing relatively clean after being such an avenger towards. Um, the authority and everything kind of in the middle of this Brock Lesnar thing. I think it makes the Brock Lesnar match a must win for his character. I think I, I almost, I think you have to have him win because like at some point he crazy Dean Ambrose has to succeed. Right. And and with what? it being a street fight, I think there's so many ways you could book that to where it made sense. And Brock didn't look, he didn't look too bad coming out of it either. But I, I really feel like he has to win now. You know, the, I don't the- know
1: the real loser of all of this is Bray Wyatt cuz at this point we still don't know what happens to
0: him. Yeah, he didn't do much last night did he? He uh he let Luke Harper, who who by the way got some offense in, but he let Luke Harper yeah. take the pinfall there. Yeah, that they, was a
1: very that was a very clean match for um it was. weight proportions and height. Everything was really uh cleanly done.
0: I think we need to know what the Wyatt's are doing at WrestleMania by the end of tomorrow night's Raw.
3: And that's and that's the point I want to get to, and, and I'm glad you guys point those two points. First, let's talk about Dean. Uh, it, yeah, you can say in advance as his character, but how many championship matches is he going to have where he's almost going to win but doesn't win the belt? To me, it seems a remnant of Christian and how Christian's character sometimes was not developed appropriately because it took him so long to get that world title. And I know when he left the TNA and came back, he was a world ch- uh, champion in TNA. But when he came back to WWE, it still took him a long time getting so close, one more match, one more match just to try to get that title. And then when he won it, he lost it, like, the next night. So I don't know how that's going to be compared to Dean as, yeah, his his gimmick right now is good. He's got support from the fans, but when is he going to finally get a chance to stop being so close in order to get that title? Because he's had, like, so many title shots, even with the Seth Rollins feud, and just still hasn't gone there. Mm. And then with Bray Wyatt, it's like, are we afraid to let him – you know, get something good. I mean, he's going to his, what, third WrestleMania. He's already 0-2, and right now he doesn't have a match for Mania, and you have no idea who to put him to. What are we doing with his character? So it's like WWE's trying to make sure they tread carefully in developing these two characters, but then again, if you're treading so carefully, you're not getting a chance to grow. Now, so I'm not sure. You know you know what I think? And I'm going to insert my D-Wayne plug here. Um,
1: hi, I'm Ronan Reigns, and this... And, and everybody only cares about me, and that's it. So all these real-time contenders that's floating around, they're just there as a safeguard, if you ask me. I feel like this is from the view, uh, the perspective of creative, where they're looking at it like, uh, yeah, we definitely know we have legitimate guys on that, but our main objective from the head honcho himself is to make sure Ronan Reigns is our guy for the next couple of years. So all this other stuff really doesn't matter, you know? So
0: you're not wrong I'm just frustrated but you're not wrong um, one thing I pointed out on our Twitter feed at BGB group by the way is um, there was some really great just from the, just a wrestling perspective some really great matches last night I really enjoyed the, the opening match with the New Day in the League of Nations and the Booty O's cereal box um, I really enjoyed the Divas match a lot my, my wife was uh, getting very vocal during that match she really she's a big Natty fan and then, um, what was the third match I really liked? Um, the NXT tag title match might have been the best match of the night.
3: It was really good.
0: I think as, as good as Enzo and Cass looked, good and, as good as over as they are, I think Dash and Dawson really made a point of being a really serious um, tag team just in WWE in general last night. And I'm excited yep. to see them work against American Alpha, seemingly, when we go to TakeOver. I agree. I, don't, I, I
2: thought
1: it was a really good match. I'm not sure if it was the best match of the night.
0: What did you think was the best match, the main event?
1: Um, the main event was definitely really solid.
0: Really solid. Yeah. From all aspects. Um, storytelling, um, the, the
1: controversy, um, skill sets, and it was, just, it was really clean.
0: Um, Triple H yeah. puts together good matches, you know, in kind of his latter part of his career. Like, every Triple H match is at least, like, three stars. It's pretty solid.
3: I do have one to, to say that even though it's not the match of the night, the best thing of the night for me was the mic work, especially from the New Day promo work and Chris Jericho's promo yes. work. Chris Jericho had the best promo. Being from Canada and the way he tried to solidify <laughs> himself as a number one heel going into that match. I thought that was so brilliant, and it showed in that match. And it was kind of funny. How do you have an American and Jack Swagger be the ultimate face in Canada I know. facing a Canadian in the ring? That was brilliant. I it mean, would... just the epics of that. However, I do have one concern. Aaron, I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah. Is the face completion of the New Day, is that a good or bad thing for New Day?
0: Depends on who, how many people they have to work with as heels after the League of Nations is done. Like, you could— you. You can kind of go with what I predicted last time when Gallows and Anderson come in that they're going to be the top heels against the New Day. But then, you know, you got to think that there needs to be some other heel tag teams for them to work with. So I don't don't think it's a question of if the New Day can be baby faces. I think they kind of already have always been because you don't think of heels as being a comedy act even though they've made it work. It's just if they have heels to work with – the other thing I wanted to point out is that Jericho's promo reminded me of the Edge promo in Toronto at um I think it was Unforgiven O six where Edge and Cena had that TLC match and Toronto's yeah. Edge's hometown and he cut he was like super over with the crowd and he cut a promo backstage and completely turned the crowd against him. And like that just shows you the mic the mic work of Edge or the Mic work of a Chris Jericho last night. Yep. Yeah. Just saying horrible things about his home country. <laughs> I was laughing during it. Um, any other impressions about Roblox from any of you guys before we move on to topic three?
3: It was a speed bump.
0: It was. It was just, a fun just, speed bump, though. Just, just so that Marcellus definitely gets it, that, yeah, there was some storytelling, in, in,
1: um in Roblox, uh, the new day. You you're right. They com- they completely uh, went face. Yep. Which, which the Dudley boys just went completely heel not too long ago so yep. the, the dynamics
0: of that is what uh, Aaron always preaches is how, how the heel should always be chasing So no, I think all the baby face should always be chasing which is why if, if they're going to feud with the League of Nations at Wrestlemania I almost feel like the League of Nations should have won last night if you're going to have a baby face chase them
1: you know yeah. uh, you, did, you did say that but you know um, I think there's a dark cloud over Br- over, uh, Wade Barrett, so we can't ever look forward
3: to him winning the match. <laughs> as <long> as <laughs>
1: game. Exactly. I don't, if he ever wins, I'm gonna be so surprised. Like, when you told me he wrestled at the
0: house, I was like, really? They finally let this man wrestle, so. They need that, someone had a match. job to Kalisto. <laughs> Might as well be a guy on his way out, he can put people over the whole time.
3: Right.
0: Dwayne, what did you <laughs> want to say about Roblox? I heard you were trying to say something. <clears throat>
2: For the WWE Network. That's all it was. It was something to say, "Oh well, you can only see this on WWE Network." So it just, it just helps the numbers. I mean, to me, it did nothing. It was some solid matches, yes, but it just didn't. I mean, to me, like I said, it was a glorified house show, a glorified SmackDown, perhaps, maybe, but it just really didn't do nothing. Um, some people came out looking weak, aka Bray Wyatt. Um. Some people came out looking like a jobber. So some people came out looking like
3: a jobber, aka Dean Ambrose. No. Um, Stardust was a jobber tonight. Um. And again, I noticed that the
2: NXT match actually got the most pop to me, and that's what it felt like. I agree. So, um, it just really
0: didn't do anything for me. Can I say one person I thought came out looking great last night was Charlotte? Because I think we forget how powerful and how good she is as a heel, because she's been having her dad cheat on her behalf, and she's had a lot of sneaky wins lately. Um, Right. She looked great in the match with Natty last night. I think Natty did a great job of putting her over and... I thought Natty looked really good and maybe reminded people of how good she is and how much more she should be utilized. I thought, I thought that match did wonders for Charlotte heading into WrestleMania as the dominant heel champion and that triple threat. Did,
3: mm-hmm. did you Did you hear that, Celis? Mm-hmm. I'm listening.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so. And it's I not just me ahead as ahead. a hardcore wrestling mark that thought that. My my wife was had rea- emotional reactions to the match too, and. She's a big diva's division fan, so I think it worked on a number of levels. So she's over guess, here yeah, she's I over here next down. to me giggling about that uh-huh. right now. If I could go down the car real quick on implications towards WrestleMania. Yeah, real quick. It. Yeah. The new the New Day Face Change has helped them. Chris Jericho Hill he has definitely helped him. Yes. Towards,
1: um the NXT um, match just solidifies uh, what they bring all the time, and that they also could be contenders on the main roster, and I guess it's in a sense experimenting with crowd reaction. So you know that's that's without being said. Charlotte, you said um, it, uh, it definitely pr- promoted her to look better towards WrestleMania, which I agree to. Mm-hmm. Brock and the Luke Harper is there should have been more of a story here, and I don't know if the Luke Harper rumors is about to start flying again with him possibly leaving. Because Bray definitely just left him on Gilligan's Island. So, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what that does. Sami Zayn and Stardust definitely dropped the ball. Not not no Kevin Owens reference or anything. It, is, it was a good match, but none of that. Oh, and the Triple H's Dean Ambrose was just an overall good match. that had a story that, at times, you really felt that Dean could have pulled it. And if it wasn't for Michael Cole's, Selling me his own story and, and trying to take away my own opinion, like it ultimately would have just been a really good match that I felt that they could and
3: should have won. Yeah. The Calvin Johnson group. <laughs> there you go.
0: There you go. Yeah. It a I was trying to What's figure out what pen? you guys were talking about on text and now I get it with the whole drop cut. Yeah, thing.
3: was it a pin? Was it, it, it a like- pin?
0: Because I'll be honest, nope, I fell asleep. The ropes. I fell asleep during the main event, and I woke up to text messages about Calvin Johnson. I had no idea, so I had to rewatch the match this morning. Uh, <laughs> you know, on everything I love, I would love to talk
1: about how the rest have been inconsistent
2: in show. Oh, like, it, last yeah. year was so flawless. Like, one minute they're calling this, one minute they're not. Like, and that just like.
1: Like, are they all coming from the same camp? Are we supposed to believe that they all under like the WWE administration, so they're supposed to all call it the same way? But then now you're starting to see stuff like, Oh, yeah, his foot was under ropes. I saw that, but I didn't see Triple H just uh put his feet on it. Oh, I didn't see Charlotte
0: do it. You well know?
1: right, right.
0: <laughs> they all have the same seventy year old man in their earpiece is what the problem is, to James. <laughs> That's what it is. Um you guys, you guys you know, like <laughs>
2: it's funny because and I guess we'll talk about this in another episode how you said that the NXT wrestlers are ready for the main roster and we know that but the rumor is Vixen May didn't like NXT yeah or or
0: issues with Triple H running NXT too he's gonna like it when Finn Balor's making him a ton of money in about you know six months to a year whenever that happens yeah, oh, yeah. are Supremely Ready. For the no, movie. I don't either.
3: That's why. Like, you
0: can tell they're probably ready. Ready. if they yeah. if, if anything has house show written
1: around it, then that just only shows that they can work a bigger crowd than their usual NST crowd. Yeah. And they right. can work different geographical crowds and different um, age groups and stuff. Because, like, I don't know I don't know about you, Aaron, but my biggest thing from coming from the house show is that And just have your small consensus of wrestler fans, but you have moms,
0: dads, grandmas, and you know, all ethnicities, and everybody's buying that. Yes. To be able to work that is awesome. This is why Kevin Owens is definitely the best heel in the game right now. Just to see him come in. By the way, if y'all guys didn't see that video I posted at like four o'clock in the morning last night, (laughs) check it out on our page. Okay, it's, we'll uh, do. It's it's Kevin Owens and AJ Styles from the um Everyday oh. Atlantic City uh, house show where Kevin Owens goes super face on giving AJ Styles his props. Who who won the, the was it a thirty minute Iron Man in that show? Who won was it, I'm assuming Kevin Owens. Oh, I don't even know. I just saw the in, the in promo. It looks like it looks like uh I don't
1: know Kevin uh, Kevin Owens was looking like he was kind of beat up towards the end, which could signify that he lost,
0: but I'm not, I'm not totally sure. I, I would want to say real quick as we transition to the next topic that all the people online last night that were complaining that we should have had the Kevin Owens-AJ Styles match on the network, first of all, that's stupid. Let me tell you why. It's stupid <laughs> because there's money to be made with that feud down the line. Why would yes. you shotgun that match on a live yes. special for free? Exactly. Well, not for free. Hey. Obviously, we're paying for the network, but you know what I mean. Secondly, they, they're, a multi, they're a global brand with multiple touring groups. You needed to have a credible main event in a show where the people are going to be missing the live special to attend it. They need to feel like they were bad. taken care of too. So just stop it with that. You're going to get Kevin exactly. Owens and AJ Styles down the line this year. Because if, if you got it now, you'd just be complaining halfway through the year, we don't have any other good matches, there's no exactly. good feud. So just exactly. stop it. That's all I want to say. Exactly. That is the name of the show today. Just stop it. Just stop. Yeah, we'll call it that. One. Just stop it. You know, um, you know what, Eric? Too, and a lot of—I'm I, I, not trying to even be funny, but a lot of people that do make comments like that are the ones that don't even go to shows or the small shows to yeah. know that if it wasn't for the internet,
3: a lot of these matches that y'all see like they would went not even down the line—they've been
0: happening. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> it's, a, it's when you go to a live event, you need to feel like the, the the time you spent to get there and the money you spent on the ticket and your popcorn or whatever, it needs to be well spent. Like, the house show I went to a week ago, like, if it had just been Kevin Owens and Dean and then a bunch of, like, a bunch of people that weren't as popular, I would have felt slighted. But I got to see AJ work. I got to see The New Day. I got to see The Dudleys. I got to see The Divas. Like, yeah. you need to feel like you were entertained, like... There was plenty of good matches on Roblox last night that where I felt satisfied with having spent a Saturday evening watching it. Don't sure. I don't need to have a WrestleMania caliber card because I'm going to get that in three weeks. One, the other thing I want to say by the way is that I'm really glad we're going to be at WrestleMania live so that I don't have to watch it on a like a really bad network feed. My network was uh, cutting yeah. out a ton in the main event last night. Yeah. It, 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 Another
1: thing I want to say about that, too, is Bleacher Report and ESPN, thank God you guys give respectful time on y'all updates, because I've been looking at my feed, uh, my, um, my live stream, and i be like, man, I bet you I'm lagging by, by like five by, minutes. About five minutes, yep, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> so I just, be, as soon as I know, like, as soon as I get, like, when Sammy Zayn came, my mind just, like, now for a minute, and I was just like, oh boy, here we go, and I was just like, man. Watch it. I, I, this is why I really don't get you on know, Twitter so much now when I be watching stuff. And I'm like, man, I already know people like five minutes ahead of me spoiling it. And then they say, no, ESPN's like, blah, blah, blah. Retains, blah, blah, blah. So.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> why don't we move on to the third topic? This was kind of your brainchild. Um, I think it was 2 chains that kind of came up with this topic. So I'm going to let you introduce it about the free agents.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. So I thought today would be a good um, topic to come up with the free agent implications of rumors of, uh, wrestlers who contracts are soon to expire or actually is already a free agent. And what their implications could be on the free agency market. Since, you know, it's free agency marketing NFL thought about it. Like, you know, let's start talking about if, um, other brands, um, start going after some of the summit, other brands, other top guys and, or, or whatever you want to consider them to be right now. And obviously, um, one of the more profound ones right now is Titus O'Neil, who seems to be really open to leaving now. And no, no doubt we played around with saying, like, oh, he would kill in ROH, and then Match versus him and Boots would be like, like colossal. Mm-hmm. But like, seriously, this can really happen now. So I just figured, you know, we'll bring it up. I want to know what some of you guys can think, like, some of the free agent rumors and uh mr Sellers himself one of his favorite guys is a free yeah. agent now so you no know, we'll have an interesting aspect on that so
0: why don't we just go around the horn and you guys can take a few and mention what you think they could do on the scene um why don't we just start with you Sellers? mr anderson is gone from tna now
3: yeah mr anderson ken anderson formerly known as mr kennedy in wwe my all-time favorite wrestler of more more recent time uh, a free agent and probably people saw the videos where he said, uh, FTNA chance or whatever, because of, um, of his release rumor has it that he's been released due to another failed drug test. And if you remember back in WWE, he was suspended 30 days, uh, for that. Um, because if you look at his body type, it may have looked like he had some steroid use. I'm not trying to spread any rumors, but that's just what it looks like early on when he came in versus later on his time when he, right before he was released. I really think that uh, Ken Anderson will go the ROH route. Um, I think he would want to go back to WWE, but I don't think WWE will be willing to have him, um, even though he is still one of the greatest mic workers out there in any wrestling promotions. But when I think of him, maybe he could go with a BJ Whitmer because both of them on the mic would be very good. They're very similar in their styles of talking and wrestling. So I think ROH will be a good fit for him. If the Titus O'Neil thing goes, I don't think Titus will go to any other wrestling promotion other than WWE. I think you will see Titus go through more of a uh, promotional speaking route, in my personal opinion. Um, Because I think he's going to use his avenues, his promotions as far as being a good dad, being supportive to the breast cancer movement. I think he's going to be souped up in that type of formation over any wrestling promotions.
0: Hmm. See, and I could see him being a really, really good main eventer in TNA. Possibly. I think. But he
3: isn't getting up there. He's almost forty.
0: Doesn't look like it. No, not at all. What about no. what about what about you, Dwayne? What are some free agents that you are kind of looking at on the horizon here? There's one free agent that stands out in mind that I feel
2: like could do big things on an independent scene if given the chance, and his name is Wade Barrett. Um, I could see him being the main guy. In multiple promotions, I see him really going to TNA and and really being that guy that can carry them. Yep,
3: yep. Um, besides that, I, I see
2: Titus O'Neil. I mean, I kind of agree with um, Sullivan saying that I see him going promotional route, but I, he loves wrestling. He loves he loves the travel work, but he loves wrestling as well. So I mean, don't be surprised if you do see him in a in another. And another, um, another brand, um, maybe ROH fits him. Um, again, you, will, you also have to figure out what cause since he's closer to the, the end of forty, you have to figure out that he wants to do something else too. So he needs to be somewhere where he doesn't have that full time schedule. And um, I kind of just seem leaning more towards ROH. Um, I'm trying, it's somebody else that is open to the idea of leaving WWE, but there's no name out there yet. So, I mean, hopefully, as soon as we get that name, um, we'll, we'll be able to let you know. But as far as the biggest person, the biggest potential creation out there, it's, it's, absolute, it's absolutely waiting.
0: All right, what about you, Celis? Oh, no, I, you already talked, Sellers. What about you too, James?
1: Like, um, but yeah, I have to uh, piggyback off of what Sellers said. I uh, pretty much agree where you want to make sure that uh, with Titus O'Neill that he's with a brand that not only can he shine as a wrestler, but also um, get being able to use his, um, his 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 figure in the public view of speech. And um, just coming with that, I just think that uh, with his age, too. I don't think he's so much worried about that because his physique is is, is monstrous. I think that yeah. r will would be a good look on a wrestling tip, but r doesn't do a lot of promotional tips on other avenues, which on that you know, I kind of feel like maybe Global Force would be a good look. Jeff Jarrett is definitely out and about um, promoting his brand. He, he would know how to use somebody such as Titus. And um, I think it would be a good look, and and Titus is, you know, like like he was quoted, he said he's going to finish up his contract and see what happens from there. So, you know, he accepts the faults that he's done, but I think he he absolutely knows from, um, like he was also quoted saying, like, I see now that people are rooting for be to be more successful than I am in this business. So, you know, he's he's fully aware of it. Yeah. Um, and you know, time is you can't beat father time. So, you know. at in this contract, I look for him to uh, make a good business decision where not only can he, you know, go straight to the top and be branded as one of the top guys, but also be able to be one of the most uh, realist entertainers in the public world of doing uh,
0: public and acceptable things upon society. I think uh, one that you guys haven't mentioned yet that I think should be mentioned is there's been rumors of Rey Mysterio wanting out of Lucha Underground and back into WWE maybe on a part-time basis so you want to keep your eye on that Um, as far as looking, they have just signed such a big wave of like ex New Japan, ex Ring of Honor guys that I think you won't see any necessarily any giant splash signings for a while but when, when guys deals come up again I think you gotta look at a guy like Moose coming into WWE or the NXT brand I can see that. I think Kenny Omega would be a name to look at in about two years. I think uh, the Young Bucks said on Jericho's podcast recently that once their deals are all up again, they would be willing to sit down and talk to WWE, which is a change in attitude on their part because before they were not really um, for going there. So I think you need to look at the Young Bucks potentially. Um, I've heard Okada, I think I've heard Okada say he's happy in New Japan, but wouldn't it be something if you had Okada in um, NXT at some point? And then you also have to remember we have Nakamura uh, in 20 days, or excuse me, 19 days rather, debuting with the NXT brand. That's going to be a very big free agent kind of debut, if you will. I'm very excited (laughs) that we get to be there for that. So a lot of free agent stuff happening, very exciting time to be a wrestling fan, and a lot of content. That you can choose to consume out there um, a lot of options which is a good thing um and that's going to kind of do it for us on the sunday three count um so again look for our relaunch i think we're hoping in the next week to week and a half to have that ready and if you're a, a regular listener on itunes uh, just be forewarned we may have to start a new itunes feed we're not sure yet we're going to look into the logistics there um but for dwayne for Mr. Silly Sellers, for Mr. Two James, and for the um, the still-in-a-hole Dr. M, who's going to make (laughs) his return at WrestleMania. Um, This is Aaron with the Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast, and we thank you very much for listening. Have a great day.